Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we did a replay of the year before's best, most listened to podcast, and it was something that's very uh, near and dear to our heart on that week. It is, why does the time change make you feel so much worse than just missing one hour sleep? And that's something that you may want to go back and listen to, especially if you are not completely over the time change. This week, we're going to look at dietary fiber, which actually sounds about as much fun as looking at paint drying. But really, there's a lot more to dietary fiber than you would think. When I think of dietary fiber, the first thing that comes to my mind as a high fiber food is beans. And I don't know about you. I don't know what age you were. I don't know how, when this was popular, if it's still popular. But when I was a young boy, um, there was a little rhyme that went around about beans, beans, good for your heart. And there was more to it than that. But the, it, it got a little more um, risque after that. So I'll just stop with beans, beans, good for your heart. And, and being a, a boy, and it was just a little bit off color. We just love to, to repeat that. Well, it turns out that they are. So it appears that 80 million people in the United States are affected by some kind of heart problem, coronary heart disease, high blood pressure, or strokes. That's one-third of the adult population of the United States. 82% of that heart trouble is directly attributable to a lifestyle choice, diet, lack of exercise, cigarette smoking, and 60% of it is related to your diet. So 60% of all people who have some type of coronary disease, it's related to their diet. So you might want to listen to how we can prevent it. They found that in coronary heart disease, 29%, it's 29% lower in those people who have the highest intake of fiber than those that have the lower intake in fiber. And actually, a higher intake of whole grain will give you a 26% reduction in strokes. Also, a higher intake of fruits and vegetables will also give you about a 25% reduction in the possibility of having a stroke. The study I was reading also looked at what does fiber do to your cholesterol. And they looked at over 40 clinical trials, and they found that soluble fiber in or decreased your LDL by about 11% without changing the HDL. Now remember, HDL is healthy density lipoproteins and LDL is lousy density lipoproteins. So you want lower LDL, higher HDL. So without lowering your HDL, the good stuff, you reduced the LDL. And also just increasing your oat fiber eating more Cheerios, eating oatmeal, um, yeah, probably even eating oatmeal cookies, I don't know, re reduced your LDL by 5.6%, which lowered your risk of having a heart attack by 10%. So that's pretty good for just a very simple lifestyle modification to eat a little bit more oats um, or anything else that has soluble fiber in it. And finally, they found out that just increasing your fiber by 11 and a half grams a day lowered your systolic blood pressure by six points 
and the diastolic blood pressure, systolic's the top number, so the top number blood pressure by six points, bottom number blood pressure by four points in only eight weeks. So once again, small lifestyle choice, and you get a pretty decent health return. The next thing that they looked at, and there were, this was a, a fairly lengthy paper, but the next thing that they looked at was weight loss. And they looked, one of the studies, or not one, six of the studies they looked at, six studies covered 200,000 people. That's a pretty big amount of people. And they found that the more fiber you ate, you know, it was kind of a continuum, the more fiber you ate, the lower your chance of being obese was. So that's just a very simple correlation, more fiber, less obesity. And high fiber consumption reduces your risk of actually gaining weight by 30%. Now, it, at different parts in this paper, it, it told different reasons. Part of it is how full you feel. Part of it is how quickly the glucose is absorbed in your bloodstream. Part of it is that fiber feeds the good bacteria in your gut, and I'll get into that at another time, but uh, I've talked about it before that you've got fat bacteria and skinny bacteria, just to put it pretty bluntly, and the fiber feeds the skinny bacteria much more than it feeds the fat bacteria. So that's something to think about. They also noted they'd given people an apple and an equal amount of calories of apple juice, or actually not and or. And the ones that ate the apple found that they felt much fuller than the ones that drank the apple juice. Although they had the same number of calories, you'd think that it would be the same. But it's slower gastric emptying time, which means it stays in the stomach longer, so you feel fuller longer. Also, they found that a high-fiber meal will not only cut the amount of food that you eat in that meal, because fiber's got a lot of bulk to it, so you're eating more stuff without taking in as many calories, because fiber doesn't have calories, or basically doesn't have calories. It will also cut the amount of food that you eat at your next meal because of the bulk of the fiber still passing through your digestive tract. And the last one I was going to tell you is that in isocaloric diets, which just means diets that have the exact same amount of calories, and it was a restricted calorie diet, so you're trying to get people to lose weight for eight weeks. You cut back the amount of calories that they have. The people, there were one group had a high fiber diet, one group had a low fiber diet. The high fiber diet lost 2.25 more pounds on average than the ones that were on the low fiber diet, and that's over an eight week period. So that's pretty good. Now, that's all of the things I've got time to talk about for the health benefits of it. But the paper went on to talk about diabetes control, immune function, and gut health. So expect a session number two on fiber coming before long. Now, they did dietary surveys of about a half million people and found that the average man in the United States eats 16.7 grams of fiber a day. They need 36 grams of fiber a day to hit the minimum amount. Women eat 15.6 grams of fiber a day. They need 28 grams per day to meet the minimum. So anything we can do to bump up our fiber intake is probably going to have a positive response on our health. One study that was mentioned was an eight-year study. They had 18 intensive education sessions 
trying to improve fiber and fruit and vegetable intake. And they got a very tiny increase in fruit and vegetables, almost no increase in fiber and a decrease in whole grains. And I think part of that is that they were really trying to get people to seriously modify their lifestyle. And I think that what we need to do is go back to where I'd said, you know, set a goal, cut it in half, cut it in half again, then cut it in half again. Do a tiny habit. Think of one thing that you can do that's going to increase your fiber intake in a day. Like for me, one of the things I did was I started eating fruit with breakfast just about every morning. A little bit of pineapple, a pear, uh, some grapes, something like that. Now, you may answer that with, well, I don't eat breakfast. I don't like breakfast. I may answer you back with, you need to go back to listen to season one, episode 39 to see just how important breakfast is for you. But in getting back to the fiber consumption, there's a lot of things you can do that will increase your fiber consumption. Um, Trying to substitute some whole wheat things. Um, A good thing to do for whole wheat is corn chips. They're whole wheat. Um, If you sit at the uh, restaurant and have corn chips dipped with the with the refried bean dip or salsa you're probably going to take in about an extra 15 to 20 grams of fiber while you're sitting there snacking and that's about half that's about the amount that most people are deficit so that's not a bad thing and when you're looking for ways to increase your fiber if you're tempted to google it I don't know why. I guess it's the health nuts just really think that they, what they like is what everybody likes. They'll start off with like broccoli and cauliflower and Brussels sprouts uh, are the high fiber things. What they don't point out is that strawberries, bananas, sweet potatoes, avocados, nuts, those are all high in fiber as well. So you can find some things that appeal to you just a little more that are high in fiber. Um, now, and some of you may absolutely love like Brussels sprouts. I absolutely do not love Brussels sprouts. And my final recommendation is once a day, and there's a lot of other reasons to do this, but to get two and a half extra grams of fiber is to eat one ounce of 70% dark chocolate every day. And I hope that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.